Hi, I'm Rachel Sun. I'm one of the people who make the 7B podcast. You may recognize my name from the various stories I've written for the Bonner County Daily Bee. Every day, the team at the Daily Bee works reporting on stories in your community. Each story is the result of hours spent interviewing, writing, and rewriting to keep our readers and our listeners informed. If you'd like to help us continue to provide quality local journalism, the best thing you can do is become a subscriber of The Daily Bee. If you've already done that, thank you. If you haven't yet subscribed, you can do so by calling us at 208-263-9534. Now, on to our podcast. So, I thought that we could get started by you telling me a bit about how you got to know Ken. So I met Ken um, actually working on his alpaca farm, and we had coordinated uh, coordinated with him through uh, getting hay because I had horses, and he was getting hay for his alpacas. And he's like, why don't you work on my farm? So um, at the time I was probably, I think I was 15 or 16, and I was looking for something to do over the summer. So I'd go over to his place, and I worked for him for maybe a year straight through and I started to wonder I wonder what Ken does for a living because he's you know he's away from home or whatnot and one day I asked him and he's like well I teach people how to fly for a living and I thought that was just the coolest thing and so um he saw that I was interested and he's like well why don't I take you up for an introductory flight and the first flight we did was aerobatics and I was hooked and that's kind of how I met Ken and we just kind of kept going from there and uh, he got more involved in aviation but it was Anna Filch who actually initiated getting the program started. And then she worked uh, with the program through getting her uh, private license. And then she went on to uh, study aviation management at uh, Rocky Mountain College in Billings. Um, and that was about seven years ago. And the program has been growing every, every year since then. So I was going, at the time I was in, I think I was seven grade and um it was I was mostly done with most of my curriculars and so I was like looking for something to do and at the time the charter school allows you to uh, design your own electives and I was going through flight training already and I thought you know this is pretty cool and there's a lot of science and you could pretty much apply every school principle to it why can't this be an elective in school like how cool would this be and I'm sure there's other kids who would be just as interested in it as I am and one day she Uh, asked me if I would go to the Forsberg Charter School with her and meet with the school counselor because they were interested in starting an aviation program. So I did that, and the school uh, was all in favor of getting the program started. So um, I helped them set up a class where we taught just basically all of the FAA ground school information and then we offered um, discount rates for pilot training for a number of the students. And uh, that was done through um, an, air, an airplane that granted aviation at the Sandpoint Airport had. And so um, I told Ken that I wanted to make this elective. And he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't I come to you and we can, you know, develop this and maybe we can get other people involved. And we ran it through the teachers, and Ken really took this one on, and he developed a program. And um, he started out at the charter school, and people would 
kids would sign up for the class, and then I think somewhere halfway through that, he um, moved to the uh, public high school as well. After the first year, which was all done at Forestburg Charter School, we had some students from Sandpoint High School that were in that first class. Um, one of them now is an instructor pilot up at Bonners Ferry, another one's in the Air Force, and a third one I think just went to the Air Force but um, as a pilot. So anyway, that first class at Forestburg Charter School worked out really well, but the Sandpoint High School got word of it and they had quite a demand. We had like 50 students who wanted to join the program at Sandpoint High School. And at the same time, we were donated uh, a kit airplane by a pilot in Sun Valley. And the Forsberg Charter School didn't have a place for us to work on the plane, but Sandpoint High School did. So in that second year, we actually moved kind of the focus of the program to Sandpoint High School. And we took over the wood shop, and uh, they actually built their first airplane the students did, built their first airplane in that wood shop. That's kind of how that started. It was just an idea, an elective idea, and it started out as more of like a career career exploration. And we'd bring in all these different experts in different fields of aviation. So it was some people were pilots, but we had an astronaut, we had a mechanic, um, just different career fields. And it would just get kids interested in what's out there. And then kids who were interested in flying, um, had options to pursue that through other means at the airport. And um, Ken started doing more with that a little bit later down the road. Right. But um, that's kind of how it started, yeah. So tell me about uh, that process of learning how to fly with Ken. Um, what was that like? Yeah, Ken was a great teacher. Um, Let's see. We he was pretty easygoing, uh, very understanding. Was willing to meet up and work around our schedules. He'd come to the school. I mean, he was very flexible, which was awesome, and um, just really easy to understand. He'd walk us through, very patient. I started with him. I went through a summer program, and then after that, I uh, went through Ken, and Ken did that for me free of charge um, for instruction, and all I had to do was pay for the airplane. So that was really awesome, especially as a young kid who was trying to do it on her own. Um, and my mom wasn't, my, neither one of my parents were really helping me financially. So I had to raise all that money on my own. And so uh, Ken was very supportive of that and doing it as cost effectively as possible. And then also helping me reach out for scholarships and telling other people what I was doing and promoting my cause and so forth. So flight instruction with Ken was awesome. Um, he made it pretty easy for me and uh, very rewarding. Um, I think we may have may have flown a couple of times, but she did most of her pilot training while she was at Forestburg Charter School. And I think it was kind of after the program started. To, to get a private license is a very difficult thing, and so it takes months of time. So she, you know, it wasn't just like a couple of months and she had her license. It, it takes everybody, you know, quite a while. So... It was during her junior, senior year, I think, when um, she got her private license. Let's see. I earned my pilot's license in 2018, and that was right after I graduated high school. I believe it was in the spring. And I started training when I was about 
well, when I met Ken, really, and the first little bit was just kind of fun flights. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I just, you know, really enjoyed it. And I was like, probably wasn't until maybe, I don't know, a year into it that I was like, well, if I want to keep doing this, I should probably make this a career. Or, you know, I want to at least have a certificate and say that, you know, I all this line got me somewhere. And so um, I believe I got my license maybe within two years of training, sharing with people. And the excitement I had was just telling people, like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, 16 years old and I'm flying an airplane. And people would look at you and be like, really? You can do that? And it was just so much fun. That was probably one of my favorite parts, just to tell people about it. Right. Yeah, my driver's license. Okay. Yeah, and that was really unique, and it was kind of a weird feeling because I remember having my li- my pilot's license and then getting in my car and just have I had just gotten my permit, I believe, and I was like, why am I driving right now? I could be flying home, and I was just it was just strange. I was like, I actually have I can fly an airplane, but um, getting a driver's license for whatever reason wasn't as yeah, it was just strange. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes that's one of our goals to see if we can get a student uh, his or her pilot's license before her driver's license, um, and it it happens sometimes. Okay. The the thing is, they have to be seventeen years old to get a private pilot's license. Mm-hmm. So very often by then they've gotten their driver's license. <laughs> Yeah, flight training was life-changing for me, literally. In high school, I had anorexia, and learning how to fly gave me something else to, like, focus my energy on. And not only that, but I had to be able to fly, I had to be able to pass a flight medical. So I had to be healthy, and I had to keep moving forward and make progress towards that just so that I can keep flying. So it gave me an alternative thing to focus on, which was really helpful for me. Um, it also set me on a lifelong path for uh, my aviation career that I'm on now, which I work at the Aspen Airport as an airport operations uh, coordinator and safety coordinator. Um, I, I am just really impressed with the number of, of uh, girls that we do have in the program um, and, and that we have had in the past. Um, three of the um, girls from the from high school are now young women, of course, and there um, three of them are airline pilots, and one Maggie Kircher, who was our first uh, actual um, flight tra- flight student, who was a junior in high school. She's uh, a pilot with Republic Airlines and lives in Indianapolis, and I just got an invitation to her wedding, so. You know, that's all carried through. We have, throughout the whole program, there have been several young women who have come and um, just been engaged every single Saturday with the ACES program. Mm -hmm. And some of them, like you met Sadie, she's planning to be a doctor, and so is her sister, Cecilia. But they're just committed to uh, what they're learning, and they really like this uh, ACES program. I wanted to ask you, which you had briefly talked about before, but, you know, this is 
a decent amount of time commitment for you as well. And so I was hoping you could describe why you have kept doing this. I ask myself that frequently. Um, I think the, the answer is I don't think we can quit because the students won't let us. Um, the students are so in, engaged in the program and so uh, interested in pursuing it that you know I just feel an obligation to them to uh, keep it growing as much as we can. Um, it's a, it sounds like a real cliche, of course, but aviation has just been fantastic for me, and I don't mind spending time to pass it on to other people. And like we talked about last Saturday, the community of people involved with the airport out at Sandpoint is a really strong, positive group of people, uh, with a few exceptions, of course. <laughs> but I find that um, being part of that really positive, strong community uh, myself has been really rewarding and helping to share that with these younger students um, it, it just is it's a good feeling for me and so I feel positive about what I'm doing mm -hmm. I'm basically retired otherwise so I'm not doing any of this to make a living um, and I'm just doing it because it's something I find fun and actually quite quite rewarding to see these students uh, developing the thing that keeps our program alive and actually growing is the support of the community. And by support, of course, I mean money because that's what we, you know, we kind of have to run on that. We have a, we have an overhead of over a thousand dollars a month just to maintain the hangars and pay the utilities and that sort of thing. And then building airplanes is pretty expensive. So we're buying a lot of expensive parts. Uh, it's kind of funny, I guess, but one of our biggest expenses now is pizzas for Saturday lunch. We provide free lunch for everybody that comes. Um, but it's from the community donations that keeps that part of it alive. But the other two things that are so important to us from the community are that we need mentors. We need people who know things like how to do avionics wiring or people who have at some point built an airplane or, you know, fixed an engine mm -hmm. who can come and be the role models as well as contribute to the, um, you know, the technology of it. And then the, the third part of the community is that there are a lot of studies and our experience has shown really clearly that the students mature and they really benefit once strong connections are made between the school, the community, and our program. So the students come in contact with some exceptionally, um, you know, well-qualified and real positive people who are willing to share their experience. Mm -hmm. So it's those connections that we really would like to develop more with the community. One of the big things we see with our students is they develop quite a strong sense of teamwork. And almost every business person we've talked to in the Sandpoint area said that's just a, a huge skill that they're looking for. And so we've had some of our students go into other fields, like some are studying nursing and a couple of 
are involved in studying music, you know, and things like that. That, but they were still really active in our in our uh, aviation program. Initially, I was I wanted to be a pilot. And I was going to go down that route, and so I went to college at Rocky Mountain College in Billings, Montana, and I studied aviation science and um, did a bunch of flight training through their program. And then halfway through, I was like, you know, I think management would be interesting, too, because not only could I fly, but, you know, I think it would be interesting to learn what else I can do, you know, at an airport or um, just within the aviation career uh, field. So I was like, okay, I'll switch. I'll do some aviation management stuff. So I started doing taking classes in that, and uh, that really drew me into what could be. So I continued to do management, and shortly after I graduated college with uh, aviation management degree and then minors in aviation science um i was able to get a degree uh, a job at aspen airport which was uh, pretty cool for me and it also led me to meeting my partner too who flies for the airlines um which was pretty rewarding and he's still with me and we now have our first little girl <laughs> that's awesome the the main three activities that we provide are um we do a an academic class for credit at Sandpoint High School, and that's totally focused on career pathways. And the way we conduct the class is we do some, you know, um, lecturing and study in the classroom, but we have a lot of um, guest speakers <clears throat> who come from ind industry in uh, the Sandpoint area and Coeur d'Alene area. And then we do field trips. And so the students are actually exposed to some pretty dynamic, um, exciting things going on in our area as far as aviation, including uh, unmanned vehicles down at Empire Airlines. Um, the other thing we provide is a discounted way for students to learn how to fly. And that's done through Pilot Training Northwest, since um, the high school program doesn't own training-type airplanes. And then the third thing that's probably the most exciting and productive thing we do is um, the students formed a club called ACES Workshop. And the ACES Workshop students meet on Saturdays and they actually are building, repairing, and restoring actual airplanes. And at one point they owned four airplanes and a helicopter. And the, the students devote their Saturdays to this and it's just really exciting to see them working on it. For quite a while, we were at a point where we didn't know if we were going to have enough money to, you know, buy parts to keep any of the projects going. But with the support of the community, um, including, you know, companies like Winter Ridge Natural Foods that helps pay for our hangar and some other comp companies and law firms and stuff in town, um, we're able to kind of have a, a monthly budget and then we've been able to get some grants from the Community Development Foundation and from the Community Assistance League, uh, the 101 Women of Sandpoint, uh, the Rotary of Sandpoint just uh, gave us a donation not long ago. So to answer your question on my role is initially I was kind of the only person involved and then more recently, we've had several, well, I should say, as far as the ACES workshop program, we've had people volunteer to 
work with the students in building the airplanes. And I have very little to do with that other than um, I order the parts and pay the bills. But um, my main role, I think, is just sort of overall organization and management and uh, fundraising and community relations. Mm-hmm. And then in the uh, spring semester, I teach the class at Sandpoint High School. And that takes quite a number of hours. But I spend time on this every single day. And, uh, <laughs> and it wouldn't work at all, though, if we didn't have the really great volunteers that we have. Could you tell me some of the some of the things that the students do and then kind of your role in facilitating all of this? I'm sure the um, the the mission of our program is is pretty simple. We provide uh, STEM type training uh, that really is not available anywhere else in our region. And then we also provide career pathways uh, guidance for students. Um, And we use avionics as the vehicle to do that. Um, Aviation, I mean, uh, aviation uh, industry includes a huge number of different career, career fields. And so as part of the career pathways, we try to expose the students and show them lots of different things that are out there available for them. Uh, everything from you know being a flight attendant to being an aircraft mechanic to being a pilot, uh, drone pilots or or people who work and build drones, you know all of those different things are are shown to the students to show them there's a really big world out there they could get involved in. Um, but as we're doing the different types of activities, we don't expect all of the students, of course, to go into aviation. But what they're learning our skills and attitudes that will be applicable or transferable to any number of different um, industries and fields. I like to tell people just it's always something you can try and you might like it, you might not, but you never know and the door is open so um, it's something to like look into and I would tell people that not to let anything, never give up and to not let anything get in your way, even if it's, you know, challenging, just keep at it. And um, if you have a dream or a goal and you keep working on it, um, you know, you'll achieve it. So that's kind of my big thing. And um, definitely look into aviation because you never know, it could be the eye opener for you. (laughs) And this program is pretty unique. I don't know if you've heard of anything like it, but it it seems like a pretty unique opportunity. Yeah, definitely, especially for, you know, such young, such of a young age, because most of those things, you know, are really expensive to pursue, and so um, a lot of people don't get into it until they're older, and um, that's, yeah, I don't know why it happens that way, but um, there's no reason to start early and you know, it was, like I said, it changed my life, and I'm really glad I got into it at the age that I did because I was able to apply the concepts I was learning in school, which helped me stay focused in school. It, you know, helped me medically. It helped me stay out of trouble. It just it did a lot for me, and it just kind of inspired me to, you know, go to college and do these other things because it was a career that was so inspirational to me that I wanted to, I wanted to achieve it. You've been listening to the 7B Podcast. 
Thanks for joining, and remember to check back next Monday to hear the latest news on what's happening in your area.